As a wise man once said, ain't this what they've been waiting for? <laughs> Uh, there's probably music or something playing right now, and then you like fade out, like right now. All right, so here we are. We finally fucking did it. I was lazy. I didn't really want to start this, um, but now the season started, and I kind of have to. So um, we're here with Michael. Is it Vanderplas or Vanderplas? Vanderplas. Vander always wrong. <laughs> Vanderplas. Wait, Plas. I'm never Plas. gonna not call you Vanderplas. <laughs> All right. So we got Michael here, and then we got Christian Bajek, right? There you go. Why you guys got the fuckiest last names? <laughs> yeah, we got Christian Bajek. So you guys want to say hello? What's going on, man? I'm uh, Michael uh, Vanna's Legend Pharrell on Twitter. I, I didn't and, say yeah. you can plug your Twitter. It's going to happen anyways. It's going to happen anyways. But yeah. All right. So yeah, that's him. And then we got um, Christian at cbjack3 on twitter uh you can catch me always giving the worst opinions out there yeah if you want if you want the real bajack you gotta go to his dad you gotta go to bajack <laughs> yeah you just gotta take the three out that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard all right so um, the original you can't go to the three <laughs> we're in this right now um it's just kind of guys being dudes as that guy said you know um, we out here just a couple of phoenix rising fans want to talk about shit, have a good time. This isn't really a serious podcast. If you want that, there's a couple others that you can go listen to, but here, we're just having a good time, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like, I have my bad opinions, and I want to, like, give other people... You want other people to yeah, know how bad his opinions are. And Michael absolutely. wants everybody to know how right he is. All the time. So, yeah, it's just going to be a good time. Uh, if you want to put hot takes and say that we're trash, we're not really going to care, so you can waste your time doing that somewhere else. But, um, Bro, we don't even have haters yet, and you're already coming at them. I'm already ready for Big Christian to be hating on this shit <laughs> already, true. dude. Like, as soon as this goes up, I'm ready for the tweet. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, this is probably going to be the worst episode you're going to listen to on this show. It's going to keep growing, keep changing. We're going to get gear eventually. Right now, we're in an empty room with a laptop and some Coca-Cola. So, so yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, first off, I'd like to talk about the Sporting Kansas City game that our trialists played. We lost 7-0. to Got smashed. Yeah. Were you guys following along on Twitter? Oh, I wish not. No. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but at, at play for 90 yeah, he was covering the game. Uh, we got him to give us a little bit of insight on the rising trialist. He's not allowed to say much. Um, but it seemed like the first half we kind of held our own. I think it was only 2-0, which against... The, I think they're Western Conference champions. Yeah. You can't ask for much more. Mm-hmm. And they had a strong side. I think they had Icopara, who's now in Minnesota. We'll talk about that a little later. But um, Wait, wasn't Portland Western Conference? They won through, through, through the playoffs they season. won. But I think regular season, regular Kansas season. won. I don't know. Well, Who gives a fuck about the West? Well, that's the best thing about tell, there's regular season champs. As we tell Orange there's County, a, there's postseason champs. As we tell Orange <laughs> County, regular season championships don't matter. That's very true. <laughs> that's very they're true. full of shit. <laughs> we are the Western Conference champions. <laughs> they can go fuck themselves. That's very true. We're already starting war with the Orange and Black soccer cast, by the way. Um... Ray will probably blame it on the refs or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, misdiving. Hashtag the podcast wars. Jordan Misdiving had a direct influence on us starting this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, um, the biggest part about that game, I think, was the defenders. Because I don't think we really had much of a chance uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but our defenders held their own and um, they started to play from the back a lot. We had a couple counterattacks, but nothing too crazy. 
Um, yeah, I don't think there's much else we got to really discuss about that. Do you guys have any thoughts about that trialist game? No. Oh, no. No. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you can't really have a whole lot of opinions when they don't give you much. I, I don't know. My only thing with that is, like, I've never, I'm sure there's a good reason behind it, but, like, I've never understood fully why they keep it really secretive behind closed doors and, like, especially, like, the trialists and stuff like, and stuff like that, like, yeah. um. Well, I know for the Sporting AZ one, um, it was Sporting KC's first game, and they told them that they didn't want any media there. So it's probably yeah, they it's usually, probably not a uh, Phoenix Rising thing. It's probably more of a Sporting KC thing. 100%. Gotta, it's always got to obey MLS. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing for a lot of... If you have trialists, you don't want that attached to you. You, know, you don't know who these guys are. On the field, off the field, you don't want your name attached to that. So you just want to like get them in there, see if they're good with the system. If you sign them, cool, you know, then it's open. But yeah. I mean, a lot of times these guys just are maybe they're not even getting seriously looked at. So I understand why they're secret, and that's that's a worldwide thing, honestly, with the trialists. So it's yeah, like, not something you, that we can complain about. What if you sign a trialist that uh, just habitually lied throughout their whole career and told people they played places they didn't or something like that? That'd be crazy. Oh, right? man, that'd be wild. That'd be, and that'd somehow be... it still got out. Yeah, yeah. if there was articles about it, that'd Hypothetically, be of course, fully hypothetical. That'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to transition to the Minnesota United game. We played in Tucson at Kino Sports Complex. That's right. That one ended with the nil-nil, but uh, pretty exciting game. It was our first real taste mm-hmm. Um of what this squad is going to be looking like. And uh, I, just from some analysis I saw on Twitter from at Joe and Cleats, or Rising Tactics actually is what it was on, but the same guy. Um, they're doing really well in playing the ball out of the back. Now, Christian, you're a, a fan of old country football, as they say. Um, and you're a Manchester United fan, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. so that means you got to watch a lot of Manchester City in the last couple of years. Um <laughs> Do you think that we're kind of transitioning towards that style of play? Um, yes and no, I would say. Um, I don't know. I feel like our um, we just recently started to kind of become a play out of the play really well out of the back type of team. Um, whereas in the past, uh, it seemed a little more defensive. Um, I feel I feel like as of last year, you were starting to see a lot more fluid attacking. Um, you know, on the counter type stuff, uh, coming directly, directly from the back. So yeah, I feel like it's kind of transitioned into that. Um, but kind of more recently than anything else. Yeah. Right on. Do you think this is cause Rick has a hold of the system now? Like he can make his changes that he wants. Whereas last year he's kind of just sticking with what Patrice had put in place. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's definitely come down to, uh, to what, you know, he's kind of had his way with bringing in players and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think that, uh, is it Cochran or? Cochran? Yeah. Okay, Cochran. I think that that was, um, I think that's one of his type of signings. And I, I mean, just from the little bit that we've seen, uh, I feel like he's he's really good for that. His, um, like as a ball play, as a ball playing center half, um, played some really Really good passes out there, um, some good through balls. So yeah. I feel like that's a that's a good signing for that. And what I heard about um, AJ Cochran, um, we kind of got a steal on him. I feel like last because he played for Atlanta United last year. I think he was mostly Atlanta United too. But from my understanding, 
he could start at some lower table MLS teams. Like if he was with the Colorado Rapids or something like that, he would be on that team. So, Michael, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think we got a steal on him? Dude is massive. Like, He's massive. For the team and as a person, he is he is massive. Like we're talking like two hundred pounds, and he had a lot of um, clearances. Um, he had a lot of clearances on uh, Saturday when we were playing. He looks like uh, the big center back that we need next to Joey, who's going to be the one creating, the one passing out of the back. Um, uh, Cochran hit a few good passes though, but I think Joey's going to be more the uh, the passing out of the back center back, and okay. Cochran's going to be the big ball winner. Right on. And um, real quick, while we're talking about defenders, uh, we we saw Amadou Dia went and played a couple games with LAFC, um, so that's kind of cool for him. Uh, but he's back with us now, yeah. and it seems like um, he just wanted the chance to play with. Like based on his tweet, he said. He was appreciated the the chance to play with LAFC. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a trial type thing or if they just wanted him to come play. If they're looking at a player like him, um, how do we feel with him on the wings with AJ Cochran and um, Joey Farrell back there as well? Do you think Mustafa is going to be starting? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was hesitant about Duboyo when he first came in, but he looked good yesterday or uh, on Saturday. He's really fast going down the wings. He was creating a lot down that side. On the other side, we had Fernandez, which was strange. Interesting, but, yeah. um, Probably because they just got Amadou back and they didn't want to throw him in there or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he did well in, yeah. in the on the back line. I was surprised. And he kind of played up a little bit, but um, he's, he's a defensive-minded player in general, I feel like Colin is. Yeah. Um, but on uh, Amadou, in true Amadou fashion, he, uh, he got a foul... Uh, a yellow card, and then they scored on the resulting free kick. Like that, that man. Oh, as nice as he is, as nice as he is off the field, he is a card magnet on hey. the field. Like he plays hard. Yeah, and respect it. But yeah, I I guess he played very well leading up to that. That's what that was what yeah. I heard. I didn't watch it. I don't really give a shit about LAFC or Bristol <laughs> Kobe or any of that. But um, but yeah. So um, I think our defense is gonna be. Bomb as hell this year. Yeah, uh, yeah. And fast. I think that's. I think that was something I kind of noticed going going forward. Was um, he kind of matches what Amadou can do on the left, but on the right. So I feel like is he kind of he kind of ties that that back four together well. Um, that is unless they decide yeah. on playing a back three, but yeah. who knows? Um, but yeah, I think going forward with with Farrell, Cochran, Dia, and um, Mustafa, I think that's, I think that's a pretty lethal back four. Something, something interesting I saw when the four, uh, when the fullbacks were pushing forward, Moose was dropping in between the center backs a lot, so we could see a lot of that uh, three at the back type thing when the fullbacks push forward, uh, Musa dropping back to uh, play center back. I think Rising Tactics talked about that a little bit actually. Yeah, we're probably gonna. Yeah. Pretty much just be a soundboard for, for pretty much anything he says. Yeah. So you might as well give him a follow, and then you can yeah. get a head start on what we're gonna say the following <laughs> episode. Because honestly, that's that guy's we'll amazing. Follow him and don't listen to us. Yeah, you can do that too. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, Save you some time. Yeah. So real quick, before we get too far into our players and everything, we'll talk about that next. But um, I didn't get to watch the full game. I was at work. Uh, 
Christian's watching it right now. Um, <laughs> Michael, you were at the game. Yeah, you were at the game in, uh, in Tucson. How did that feel driving to Tucson? Because I know you don't um, like that. Well, it's it's a horrible place. <laughs> but I got I got Iggy's or Eggies or however you say it. So I'm proud. So that uh, that made me feel a little bit better it. about having to. Uh, drive down to Tucson and we had fun. We made fun in Minnesota for like two hours. It awesome. was awesome. awesome. You Can you tell us the, about uh, some of the chances that we had? Yeah, yeah. So um, we had the announcer for Minnesota like sitting in the bleachers with us, like right behind us. <laughs> this awesome. man is from Minnesota where they got like negative degree weather and he's wearing you should be a happy sweater vest. <laughs> uh, uh, like a... Like a button-up shirt with a tie, a sweater vest, and a jacket out here in 70-degree weather. <laughs> and he's from Minnesota. Like, what the fuck? Like, Bud Grant would be disappointed in your life right now. But he, I listened to the podcast, and apparently he's from England, because he's got an English accent or whatever. Um, but, yeah, we had a lot of fun with them. Um, so some of the chances. JJ created two chances going forward that probably should have gotten scored. He had one ball into Lambert, uh, who first timed it into the keeper, and then Adam John did the same thing. Uh, he real JJ quick, is it John or Jan? John. John. It's John. It's John. Like yeah. That's like, that's gonna be a segment of its own. Is how do we pronounce our new players' yeah. names? <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm struggling over here. But uh, most of it came through JJ. Jumboya was doing good on the right side. He was he created a few times on the right side. That's good. Uh, Devin hit a few really good cross-field <clears throat> passes, switched the play really well. Um, there was one play, I think, uh, they were passing out of the back, and John, like, got in the way or whatever, and Devin came up and grabbed, uh, grabbed the ball, went forward, got his foot clipped, but he passed it to JJ right before that for a good, pretty good chance. Um, but yeah, we looked really good going forward. We outplayed him for most of the game in the first half. Yeah, they had one solid chance that I saw, and that was probably about it. But again, I only watched a little bit of the game. Um, so yeah, this is a game that I feel like it would have been nice to win. Yeah. We could have kind of had some bragging rights saying that we beat an MLS team. But um, unfortunately, they are. Um, but, you know, we'll take a 0-0, especially as our yeah. first game back as a squad. And uh, we had some... Uh, Two trialists, not trialists. They're FC Tucson players. They played for us in the second half. Yeah. Um. I guess they did pretty well from what I saw. Yeah. Um. Well, Martin Abel was playing up front for us. He had one good chance. He probably should have scored it. Yeah. Um. But that's dope to have Lamar Nagel. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Trialing with you. Yeah. I wonder if um, we'll see him on Thursday. Yeah. Mala did really good in the second half. He got a stupid yellow card, kind of. Um. But, yeah, the second half was kind of boring. Uh, didn't see much. Not a lot of chances. No, for either side. Now, Christian, I want to ask you, um, how do you think this two-team is going to work? I know in MLS you don't see guys move up from the two-team a yeah. lot. The disparity between USL Championship and USL League One is probably going to be very, very close. Yeah. How often do you think we should expect guys to move up from FC Tucson? I mean, some of these guys have USL championship level yeah. experience. I I would say you'll definitely see it um, towards the middle of the season once you get the like the 
hard and heavy um, clump of fixtures and stuff like that. So I feel like at that point when you, you have those midweek games, you have the weekend games, you have, you know, like five games within the span of like 13 days or something like that, I feel like that's when you'll see a lot of those players coming up to, to be on the bench or even in the starting 11. I think that's the great thing about having a two-team um, somewhere like Tucson or some that close is you can you can move players um, pretty quickly. They can play, you know. Yeah, it's just a short business. bus ride away. Yeah. And if we got somebody who's injured, they can easily be down there and yeah. recuperate a little bit. And they're doing a really good job building a good staff down there yeah. who have a good vision. And they're willing to adopt the rising system, which is something I feel is important for a two-team. You mm-hmm. have to make sure you're teaching the guys from the bottom to the top the style of play that you're going to be playing. Yeah, so yeah. that way, it's like Red Bull, where they, as a kid, they're learning the press system, and then they get all the way up to the first team, they That's already know they what to so expect. That's with yeah. it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. A lot of graduates from there. I feel like players like um, like, like Wakasa, he's he's definitely going to get a lot of minutes yeah. on because he's no, been he, with us the past He's going to be going back and, back and forth yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. because I feel like, you know, those fullback positions, they you do need to kind of switch them out. Yeah. Especially towards the middle of the season. He's had experience with us the last two seasons, so he's going to be one of those players that I would probably say gets the most minutes of any of the ones down in Tucson. Yeah. All right. So, um, Devin Vega. Michael, tell us a little bit about the thoughts on Devin Vega. I mean, it's kind of a tired subject right now because everyone's loving the guy, but you can't love him too much. He's He played amazing. Yeah, Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, he, he was definitely one of the best players on the field yet. Uh on Saturday. And that's he awesome. Created, yeah, he created a lot. Um, obviously, Solo's going to be back, so Solo's going to get a lot of time in that spot. But I think that um, Devin will get a lot of minutes this year and uh, surprise some people. Um, he did <coughs> extremely good um, yesterday. One was, uh, yeah, Rising Tactics showed one other one that he, that he won the ball. He's just uh, like a little pit bull running around the field, just winning balls all yeah. over the place. Um, I think it'll be interesting because that's kind of a position battle in a way, yeah. Solo and Devin. Mm-hmm. And you already know I'm a Solomon Asante stan. He mm-hmm. is my guy. Mm-hmm. And personally, I don't think I've ever seen a player quite like him. So it's really awesome for me to watch him. I just love it. It'll be cool watching Devin kind of test him. Yeah. And maybe elevate his game even more. Could you imagine? Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. So that's um, a position we're another, to watch. Another way they could go about it is if you threw Solomon on the left there, or Devin on the left, uh, and took JJ out, used JJ as a super sub, or, yeah, use him as a sub for Flannel. But um, I think you lose a lot of height that way because both Devin and Solo are obviously yeah. pretty freaking short. Yeah. And that's one of the problems last year is we just have so much freaking attacking talent. Yeah, but they're these all guys like don't, five foot two. Yeah, these guys just don't get any time. And the end of the season rolls around and you wish you saw more of one guy or one guy gets thrown in and he doesn't produce because he hasn't played in three or four weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like we have so much talent and not enough time to go around. It's, yeah, and it's going to get worse when Riggy comes back from his injury. He's yeah. going to be getting some time with FC Tucson. Which he's doing really well, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but he's yeah. doing Rocky training montages all the time. Dude. 
He's insane. I don't know that there's a harder like worker some... in the team than him. I don't think so. Um, I have yet to see it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that's the... Kevin's pushing that. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's the great thing, though, about Tucson, um, is the fact that... There are no great things about Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the great thing about the FC Tucson relationship, is that we can give a lot more of these guys, like... Um, like you know, last year, like the come on, the come on freighters, like you can you can give him solid minutes and solid starts and stuff like that because you just you don't have enough of it to go around maybe at the top level. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a good situation with them. Right on. So another one that uh, did really good that I'm excited for is that uh, Jose Aguinaga. I don't. I think that's how you supposed to say his last name. <laughs> that's what I'm saying about these new players. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he did pretty good in the second half yesterday. He was while he was warming up, he was doing all kinds of step overs and stuff like that. I'm nice. Like, oh, it's good to see. He was nice. See some skill out there because a lot of times in USL, yeah. if you're fast, you can just burn past the defender. But if you also are fast and have skill, mm. you're untouchable. That's why I like Solo so much. Yeah, he's already Mon's favorite because he's roommates with Mala. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. All right, so I don't think we have really much else to talk to about the Minnesota United game mm -hmm. other than the fact um, that they should the, be embarrassed. The, the most important part. Oh, the most important was part. us making fun of oh, Minnesota <laughs> in about two hours. Michael, do you wanna do you wanna say some of the the bants that you guys had going? Yeah, on? yeah, yeah. So my favorite one was I asked them negative thirty. Is that the weather in Minnesota or is that your goal differential? I don't know how they come back from that. Yeah, so <laughs> there was one player that uh, was getting into some trouble at the end there, running into people. He's the one all got the yellow card. I, I told him that he was going to spend a lot of bench, a lot of time on the bench in Minnesota. Ask him if the bench is lit up too. If you've all seen <laughs> the, the video of the lights going around. Yeah, the Alliance Field. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think you have more dad jokes than an actual dad himself. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, but they were good. They, all, they worked out Yeah, that's well. solid. I mean, I feel like the players appreciate that, you know? Um, there was one dude that we were hitting hard. Uh, their number 10. He looked like he had never done leg day in his life. He looked like an actual flamingo. I thought Flummo was supposed to be the flamingo, but this guy looked like an actual flamingo. Oh, shit. Every day he was supposed to be doing legs, he was obviously doing back <laughs> He's you can probably get... see him right now when Christian's <laughs> watching. You think that the, he's going to get sent on loan to forward, uh, forward, forward, Madison. forward Madison? Forward Madison. And, yeah. and they're going to use him as the mascot. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be or Miami FC and you just throw him in the logo or whatever. Yeah. There is a, there's a rise with the, with the whole pink flamingo thing mm -hmm. going around. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think... Miami is herons, not flamingos. Yeah, yeah, it is. But they look like flamingos. Birdwatching. Right? Oh, yeah, bird oh watching. The, other one, the other one. I told... Uh, We're going to get called Dave. out for that because it's probably an inside joke that we just hopped on yeah. but I'm okay with it. I don't know? even know what you guys mean. <laughs> when you say yeah. hashtag birdwatching. If someone says birdwatching, I'm in. I have no idea what... Yeah, the uh, the other good one. I told the, uh, the announcer that... Uh, their crest had more stars on their team because they got the little North Star. Oh, on so. <laughs> if Ico Para is your best player, there's a fucking problem. Yes. Yeah. There's a definite problem there. <laughs> you just spend a little bit of that uh, that allocation money. Yeah, that yeah. DP money. You're just holding on to it, man. <laughs> Maybe right. they can use some of uh, Nashville's that they haven't used already Ooh. on MLS players that are supposed to be playing in the USL. Big That's, thing. that's Big topical, thing. yeah. All right, so, yeah, we're done with the Minnesota United game. Now we're going to move on. Um, we had a kind of big event happen last week or so. It was 
jerseys. Yeah. Those came out. Um, surprisingly, there's some hot takes, and I wasn't very happy about it because I like them. I really mm-hmm. like them. There were some yeah. hot takes about both, and I don't understand why. So, um, first, we're going to go to you, Christian. What are your thoughts? I really like that uh, the copper, the, the black and the copper, copper state. One. That one is, yeah, that one's it's sick. it's perfect. It's a homage, homage, whatever. How homage, dude. Words are not one of our strong suits. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know how to read. Um, no, that's a perfect homage to Arizona. It's amazing, and I don't think we're ever gonna have anything like it again. And it's it's beautiful. Yeah, and they, I think they really nailed it. There's not really much you can do to improve on the copper idea. Unless you just go crazy with it, which yeah. I think it's perfectly tasteful at this point, and it's gonna look great on the field. I think Sam said that when the lights on the field shine on it, you can really see the um, sublimation, which is kind of cool. I'd like to point out that Sam's a liar for telling us that we weren't going to get copper kits this year. Hey, you, you gotta, gotta keep them on. You gotta, yeah, you gotta throw them off the trail. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> get them on the line. And I like how the the black sleeves. They showed us the the Macron logo, and. Yeah, I was like, dang, the black jersey's black and red. There's no way they're doing color. They did that and it's just with black that, uh, last year. With the little mesh thing. Yeah, they did that last year with the white one, where we saw like that striped, like the, uh, uh, the fading right. graphic, and everyone was like, oh, that's the home? That's kind of cool. And then it ends up being, like, if there's anyone who's really good at teasing and, like, throwing off the trail, it's the, yeah, yeah it's the social media. Yeah, yeah. as soon as we like, lost the USL Cup, I was like, this is Sam's season now. Like his his regular season just started. He like said, I'm he, the captain now. Yeah, he's, he's, he gets excited for like all the teasing and shit. And yeah. So Michael, what are your thoughts on the jerseys? Uh, they're dope, man. Yeah. Uh, so the copper one is probably my favorite. The red one's gonna take some getting used to. Uh, I don't like the black sleeves. Um, but yeah, I'll probably get used to it. I think that graphic though on the on the cop on the black and copper one that's like yeah. I didn't even notice that at first and then you the, yeah the, the state, state line, line. Yeah, 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 state yeah, line. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I really um, dig the uh, the diamond type thing that's going on the red one yeah. um, it threw me off that it was only half the jersey but then looking at uh, looking at it from far away it's almost like just a stripe down the middle but they did it with the pattern yeah. which is kind of cool I think I think the red one last year for me was a grower. But then by the end of the year, it was my favorite jersey. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely it was yeah, so the I'm best a, jersey that we had last year. Yeah, I'm assuming it'll be the same this year. It's just going to take some time, and just, you're going to have to see it in action. For sure. The black sleeves don't bother me as much as I thought they would. I saw somebody with the copper lettering on the the black kit the other day, and it really it looked really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, I, think I wish they would have had the customization available when they said they would at the jersey reveal. Yeah, unfortunately, that was out of their hands. I yeah, think that's a USL problem, not Phoenix yeah. Rising. Because yeah. they, they haven't had numbers for the players either. Well, get on it, bro. Right. Get, get on it. But yeah, um, one thing I like about them is the uh, like the shirt itself is more technical. It's breathable in certain places. Oh, it feels yeah. like a better... That was like the first thing I noticed was oh, like the panels on them. Mm-hmm. Betcha. And the Not back, that, I mean, it, back it, it makes a little bit of a difference for us. We it's going to be great for us. In the stands, yeah. Like, no ten, but like definitely the players. That's yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a big change. Yeah, it'll be great for us in the stands. I think I almost ruined my last one because of how much I sweated out. <laughs> right, and it probably permanently stinks. Flavor Town. <laughs> we're using all the shout out. We're using we're using all no. It's, we're using all the Phoenix Static um, inside jokes right now. <laughs> shout out to Phoenix Static. You guys can come on if you want to. All right. Um. 
Yeah, so let's go ahead and take a look at the games we have coming this week. We have two. We got uh, Thursday against Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. This is going to be our uh, first team this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we got the uh, Red Sunday. Bull, the Red yeah. Bull matchup in Oro Valley. So, um, so I don't have to drive into Tucson. <laughs> not quite. I mean, it's technically that. So it's yeah. not even Southern Arizona. It's it's the it's the Tucson specifically Tucson. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely <laughs> it's, it's definitely Tucson as a whole. Michael just doesn't like them. Did right. you leave your valuables at home before you went down there? Uh, yeah, I didn't wear... I, I wore the copper hat. Um, although Christian tried to warn me. Big Christian, not little Christian. Christian, I wouldn't take his advice for anything. Big Christian warned us not to wear our copper stuff um, around meth heads. So I obviously <laughs> left it. I obviously left it when I went to Tucson. Yeah. So. All right. So, uh, so, yeah, we play Sporting Kansas City on Thursday. Um, what do you guys think we can expect from this? Do you think we're going to get more of a Swope Park type lineup, or do you think we're going to get some of the big boys? Um, this will be their third or fourth preseason game, so they'll start getting they'll start getting their first team players. Mm. Um, I haven't looked at their lineup for the other two games, sadly, um, so I don't know what they've been doing before in their games, but I think we'll get mostly their first-team players. Okay, and for us, Christian, do you think we're going to get some of the trialists that we had on uh, on Saturday, or do you think we're going to be keeping it in the family? I think that you're going to start to see the ones that they think that they'll that they'll sign at yeah. this point. That was kind of the way they did it last year. They, you know, they used, like, the, the, the behind-closed doors and, like, the first preseasons to to kind of get the bulk of the players that they brought in on trial and then they they kind of use the ones that were at uh the complex to kind of like showcase you know our first teamers and the guys that that because i mean towards the end of towards the end of last year that was when we saw the players that we ended up seeing signed and playing in the usl last season so so i think that's kind of what they'll go with with that yeah like our boy dubos (laughs) dubos dubos yeah um also let's uh let's take a moment to uh, talk about our new goalkeeper from Phoenix Rising Youth who uh, was called up and he actually played on Saturday. Yeah. Um I mean he's obviously going up against some stiff competition with Zach Lubin and Carl Wazinski. Mm-hmm. He's probably not gonna play yeah. much at if if at all. Um but what are you guys' thoughts on that? That pipeline's finally there. Yeah. Um that's that's dope yeah. that uh, we can start using academy kids like that. Um, Evan was probably the first step coming out. That's like the local kid out of GCU or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But this one's an actual academy kid. Um, Rick was talking about it. He said that he would get minutes down in uh, FC Tucson. I don't think they have a plan to play him with the first team. I think it's just training with the first team and getting better and whatever. That's good. And I was, I think I was talking to you about it, where uh, getting to train along with that goalkeeper union mm-hmm. with Carl and Zach, who have a ton of experience. The best keeper in the league and the best reserve keeper in the league. Yeah. I just like the second best keeper that's... in the league, I think is what you meant to say there. First. Second the best, best keeper second. and then the second best keeper. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So training behind guys like that is is going to be, like, great. It'll be great for his development. And uh, 
I'm trying to pull it up right now. Someone was telling me that he has a little bit more experience than just um, than just Phoenix Rising Youth, which obviously isn't even that old. So it's he's technically more of a I think they're the Blackhawks before. Yeah. He's technically probably more of a product from that, but still the pipeline's there. He got signed. Um, he's one of our. Yeah. Uh, I guess he was. He played for. Malaga City. Yeah, Malaga City's under nineteen team. It's at a, seventeen, so he's playing with pay them. to play academy. So it it's is. Like, yeah, but right. it's, but he was the number one for them. Yeah, I mean you can pay and be the number three or the number two, uh, but he was playing against teams in a region with Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, and Sevilla, and I mean he played for the Scottsdale team. They won the ECN or ENCL Southwest Region Championships in twenty seventeen. So I mean the guy's been a part of some good teams, and I think he's pretty solid. Shout out to uh, Star Lord Poe, Star Lord Poe on Reddit for that information because I didn't hear about that one. Oh God, Michael! Michael just showed us the twenty-one savage <laughs> meme. This is not good. We're gonna, gonna get taken off the air already. I was looking for the Mulligan City thing. Yeah, and I, the I, first I thing that popped up was twenty-one savage. So yeah, um, and yeah. So um, I think we got a good keeper in them, and I think FC Tucson has one other keeper right now. So it'll be cool. For him to get some minutes there, and he's he's entering a union of goalkeepers that is gonna teach him a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna yeah. be good. Um, yes, hopefully, we get a couple other local signings here soon because they did have the open tryouts, and it seemed like in the Sporting Kansas City game before it was all trialists. So you got to think that's all probably open trialists. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of local players. Evan Waldrop, do you guys think he's coming back? Or do you think he's no. going to Tucson? Uh, he wasn't. If he was going to Tucson, he would have been at least at the game on Saturday. He wasn't even there. Um, I think you're right that he does go to RGB or something. Tries out there, but I haven't heard anything about that yet. I remember hearing that before he signed with us, he had a... Uh, yes. Some contact with the Portuguese team. Yeah, he uh, went over there for a little bit. Yeah, and then he decided to come home and play for us. So that could be an option that he's doing right now. Um, I really like what I saw from Evan last year from his limited playing time. And he almost had his goal, um, but he didn't quite get it. So, Still a goal. Oh, no, he, no, he it's definitely, definitely scored. Definitely they called him offside on but, uh, the call he wasn't offside on. It was obviously the, uh, the uh, assistant referee from the Liverpool game today <laughs> that was on the sideline with his fucked up haircut. Yeah. But, uh, hey, pro refs, what are you going to do? All right, so I think we're going to be getting a pretty strong lineup from Sporting Kansas City, but we're also going to be giving out a pretty strong lineup, so uh, expect a really good game from that on Thursday. This one's going to be interesting. On Sunday, we play New York Red Bulls in Oro Valley. Um, It'll be interesting because New York is playing CONCACAF Champions League in a little over a week. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Christian, do you think we're going to get a number one lineup out of Red Bull, or do you think we're going to get Red Bulls, too? Red Bull, too. Yeah, a lot of Red Bull, too. But that was the case last year, too, when we saw most of the uh, yeah, first we team saw from like, uh, Red Bulls. Tyler Adams, we yeah. saw Derek Eddian. And, uh, yeah, and they had a Champions League game. Like Bradley Wright Phillips. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's quite possible, but um, I think it'll be, a, it'll be a good mix of it, definitely. Yeah, understood. Um, I feel like this might be the one mini cup game where we do get a f- pretty strong lineup out of New York. After this one, though, it's probably going to be two team players mm-hmm. because they're they're still they still got time to warm up for their game. I think they're playing in the Dominican Republic, 
Um, so it's going to be a lot of travel for them. Uh, we'll see what kind of guys we get out of them. But um, that's a that could be a win. We almost pulled it out last year yeah. in the Mini Cup. It's, I mean, they did come back from behind, I think, and tie it, or did they win? That game. Uh, no, the, uh, the, the Red Bull game last yeah. year? No, they won it. They won. The set piece. Yeah, yeah see. To the... But we, that was probably. We were in there, definitely. Yeah, I was impressed with that game. And I, I could expect something similar with this. I think our style matches up with theirs pretty well. It's a good give and take type of thing. And we're really good on the counter. They're also really good on the counter. So, um, yeah, it'd be really cool to see us hang in there with the first team. I think that might be something that we're going to get to see. Yeah. We get to see the second best Wright Phillips brother again. <laughs> I know. I miss. I miss you, Sean. Yeah, right. I mean, Sean scored in that goal. Bradley didn't. So yeah, true. it's obviously the better one. True. But yeah, I don't think we really have anything else to talk about. Do you guys have anything else to add? Nah, not shit. Um, I think we could, you know, maybe talk about going forward. Like, what kind of positions do you think we need to address based off of just what we've seen? Um. Kind of maybe some weak spots, depth, whatnot. Uh, I, I think going forward, definitely they could uh, maybe try and get uh, get a younger, maybe a younger striker in there. Just two two different styles of play. Because I feel like I feel like John is uh, is kind of like similar to a Chris Cortez type of player in the sense that he's uh, he's a taller guy. Yeah, he's gonna be the the person who will go up for those headers, win a lot more of those headers and stuff like that. So. I feel like you get in another. I feel like that's a, that's a position where we have some players who can play that position, like Jason Johnson and stuff like yeah. that. But I mean, if you compare it to like twenty seventeen when we had, we had Cortez Johnson, Jorba, Bravo, um, Harlot Panessa, you had Mike Seth, who remembers that guy. Um, but that was like five or six strikers. I mean, I feel like we only have one out and out striker as of right now. I mean, mm-hmm. we might we might get one from from trial or something like that. But I feel like that's a that's a position that they could maybe address. Also, uh, another left back. But these, I mean, again, these might be players that we would that we would see coming up from Tucson or something. Like yeah, I definitely like to see a little bit more depth um, at defense. Uh, any of our back line, it feels like we got our starters, and that's about it. Other than Mala, uh, we don't really have anybody else that can squeeze in there. I yes. mean, Colin Fernandez could probably play a game or two. Musa, Musa is yeah. definitely Musa. He's not as good at center back. I'd like him in the midfield. He can. He still drops back like it is. But yeah, he's right. Mala is like the only. Backup. Uh, backup. We don't have a backup for Dia. That's assuming that he's not one of the starters this year. Mala. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I think the we'll find out about that um, in the next couple of weeks. I think the the next few starting eleven are going to be our guys. Yeah. To start, and um, I guess early, I saw today Mala really impressed with the physical tests and everything. So that could be pretty good for him. It was um, that jollof rice I got. Him. That was the jollof <laughs> rice. Gotta keep that boy burnt. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting, but I definitely would like to see a lot more guys sign for back line, especially with Open Cup. Mm-hmm. We need, we need... Hopefully we see a run this year they're speaking back. of. Yeah. 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 We, just, we just need more guys. Team, so we gotta represent. Gotta you know, represent. Yeah, we will. I guess I that think. means that 
there's no chance of getting knocked out by a smaller Arizona team, so that's no. always good. Yeah. <laughs> that game was so fun, though. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was definitely fun. That was the game to be at. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to bring up real quick um, the Four Corners Cup, which is not actually a cup, but it's okay. Uh, that's starting. Four teams, one cup. What's Four up? teams, one cup. What's up? Uh, or the, the Free Freighter Cup, if you were. <laughs> Only, yeah. only player to have played for all four teams. Yeah, Sam, Sam you were four. fucking close. You get the still got those <laughs> Monarchs, though. Um, so, yeah, we're going against Real Monarchs, New Mexico United, and... Colorado uh, Springs. Colorado Springs. Switch there backs. is more than one spring in Colorado. Yeah. You got to help <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So, that'll be a fun cup. It'll be a nice little thing for the supporters to talk shit about. I think it'll get New Mexico a little bit more involved. Also Colorado too. I think that's that's exactly what I was thinking in terms of that because I feel like um, you know, we've seen from the past couple of years, like I would say as, as of this as of right now, I don't know if you guys would agree, but I would say OC is our biggest rival uh, in terms of team wise, especially like competing for the West. Um, I feel like it's kind of, they kind of have it backwards with Vegas, whereas they might have more fans in Vegas and they talk a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, last year, not, they didn't really have the product on the field to back yeah. it up, whereas OC had a really good product. There was just no one there to watch that really good product. Yeah. So, but I would say right now, there are two biggest rivals, but I mean, I'm really excited for the Four Corners Cup because I feel like that's something that'll that'll definitely fuel, like begin to start some rivalries yeah. in the region. Because, I mean, who doesn't love a good rivalry? Yeah. I feel like we don't... sense. What is... <laughs> I feel like we don't quite have a full rival at the moment. Um, like, OC, it's always a like a contest. And I think we're pretty much dead even. We might have one game on them, like... Overall, yeah. that really though. Like last it's, year, we had a win. They had a win and a draw, and then we beat them in the playoffs. We didn't just beat them. We yeah, beat them in the playoffs. It's, and then took over their field. But, I judge yeah. the quote unquote rivalries based on hatred. I I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> and like I don't feel a hate. Like I just I don't know. I did. I I'm definitely did. There. I definitely did last year after the after the USL Cup final towards Vegas because their fans uh, their fans just took it upon themselves yeah. to like shit on Phoenix, shit on the fans. Yeah, which but is crazy they're, because they're they, irrelevant. They're, they're <laughs> they didn't really have a. They're they didn't make the playoffs. So. They got so, finger fingers. Yeah, so that didn't, they, yeah, that didn't really make sense. They were really. talking about a game they beat us in that we had a dude who hadn't played in the whole year, like a year, <laughs> a year and a half, playing. Like that's like that was the high point of their teams. season. And we yeah, gotta give yeah. it. That was the high point of their season. The yeah. high point of our season was going to OC and yeah. making that our you know our second home, and then going to yeah. the Cup final. They're, they're just a clown show. Yeah. Their high point is llamas yeah. and uh, pink painted fields. I, I feel bad for them. I'm <laughs> glad that Eric Vila got out of there and doesn't have to deal with that shit show anymore. Yeah. Um, and yeah. But yeah, no, I definitely feel like that the, the Four Corners stuff is going to help with that. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really I didn't feel any type of way towards the Monarchs or their fans. I feel like they don't really focus on... The fans don't really focus on them because they have RSL. Um, and then I feel like Colorado Springs... I don't really know. I just I didn't feel any type of way about Colorado Springs other than, than their home announcers. Yeah. That was the worst thing was watching away games at Colorado Springs because I don't think that they're... There is bigger homers in the USL than the Colorado Springs announcers. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing gripe I have with them. So that's, I mean, it should be good going forward for that. That's another good thing. We no longer have to deal with the way announcers ever. 
we get Devin and Tyler for every for call every now. Yeah, on the over-the-air over channel. No, no streams from ESPN Plus that are going on at different times, and you're watching a goal over here, and while you're still watching a TV that it hasn't happened, you see people celebrate over in this corner, and you're like, fuck. Yeah, you're no right. more, no more seeing tweets from Sam about a goal, and you're like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah. When did that happen? Yeah. Stop checking my fucking phone during the game. Yeah, yeah. for the culture, for the culture now. Yeah, speaking of for the culture, that's all I got. We'll see you guys next time.